Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. I'm going to give you the numbers on the likelihood of, well, just crazy things like getting hit by a train or dying from being stung by a wasp. Crazy stuff like that. Some of these numbers may comfort you. Some of them may (laughs) make you a little nervous. You feel a little unsettled. Uh Uh-huh. It is Tuesday, January 15th of 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, the average American, we learn, now spends two hours a day reading, uh, whether it be reading a magazine article, a news article, or, well, a, a script for your radio show. There you go. In other words, reading Pride and Prejudice, I guess, while that would count as reading, so does scrolling through Wikipedia. The best is technically you're reading. Well, but, you're reading. You know. You're yeah. You're acquiring information. <laughs> the best part of the study was buried near the bottom, though. Two thousand people were asked to name the top ways they waste time, and you may be doing number four right now. Constantly checking your phone was uh, sitting in traffic. Sorry, let me <laughs> let me try that again. You might be doing number four right now. Number four is sitting in traffic. There you there go. There we go. Uh, constantly checking your phone is actually number five. Hopefully you're not doing one while the other. Uh, watching TV came in at number three. Using apps or games on your phone or tablet was number two. And scrolling through social media, 49% of people said they waste a significant amount of time scrolling through social media. That was... Number one, nothing about posting cat videos on Facebook in the middle of the (laughs) afternoon when you have things you should be doing. Is that what you were doing yesterday, That is what I, uh, it's the rabbit hole I fell into yesterday. It's really sweet that you were sharing the cats, though. You don't do it too often, like just enough. Odds are you're going to die one day from a disease and not in some... You know, super cool way, like leaping out of a burning building to try to stop a runaway train like in the movies. I read somewhere that everyone that there was some study and they found all of these people after death. They had at least four or five major illnesses or ailments or diagnoses going on that they had no idea were going on when they were alive. Oh, interesting. That we've. Yeah, I know. Right. Isn't that crazy? What? Like, I know. Like what? It's like, okay, so this old person, they died of being old, 
right? But then they do the autopsy and they found out, well, they actually, they had, you know, stage two cancer that was undiagnosed. They had the beginning of Parkinson's. They had dementia. You know, there were all of these things going on and we're all just walking around with it. There was a comedian (laughs) from the early, early days of television and radio. His name was George Burns and he had these signature eyeglasses and he smoked this cigar and years earlier old forever he was old forever and years earlier he and his wife used to be a comedy team before she passed away george burns you'd occasionally see in these old movies anyway the guy when he died he was 99 years old and it was just such a shock because george burns had been around for you know people's entire lives so they wanted to know well well like what happened what happened to george burns was it the smoking? Because he had smoked those cigars for years. No, he was well, 99. He was but who 99. knows? He could have had stage three cancer for all we know. I think he died from complications from pneumonia. If you want the official cause of death. Mm-hmm. Do you know that Michael Douglas, the actor, mm-hmm. who, I mean, that dude, he's got white hair. He, he's old. Yeah. He was a great actor from Wall Street. He was in the China Syndrome. Well, he the just game. won a Golden Globe for his TV show. Oh, yeah. What's that? The Kaminsky series. Method or something? Yeah. He's in that show. I saw yeah. the first episode. It's really, it's cute. Can you look up how old Michael yeah, Douglas for is? Sure. He's got to be 70. You think? think his dad just turned his dad just turned what 104 or something 102 see michael douglas is 74 michael douglas is 74 years old and his father is still alive 102 his, you're right yeah his father is kirk douglas the actor he's been around forever 102 you know yeah. what movie they need to remake god Remember that with, with George, George Burns and John That's Denver. Gr- oh, <laughs> what a great! <laughs> I love that you know that. <laughs> right, John Denver. Yeah. Always feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, so if you want to get a glimpse of uh, George Burns, you know, rent the really old movie God. It's incredible, though, that Michael Douglas is 74 and he's working to the caliber that he is working. I mean, when right. I think about other people that I know that are in their 70s, they're not doing, they're not rolling out these Netflix shows and winning awards for them. There are people in right. their 70s that don't get off the couch all day. That's incredible. Of yeah, that. that'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I'm trying to figure. I'm looking at my finances. I'm like, how can I do this earlier? How <laughs> like can these, I start next week? These people that say, "Oh, I just try to stay active. I'm just going to keep on working." Dude, you're eight. Like, at what point do you just say, "That's that's good. I think I'm good." Like, Why are you doing that? All right, stop doing that. That seems like an awful lot of work. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yeah. So, uh, the National Safety Council, they released an updated list of the top causes of death as of 2017 and your odds of dying from them. Uh, do you want, so I give you the top 10. You want me to start from 10 or you want me to start with number one? All right. Starting with number 10, 
Uh, you have a one in eight hundred fifty-eight chance of dying in a motorcycle, Jen. Motorcycle yeah. accident. I, yeah, I, motorcycles make me nervous, and it's not the motorcycles; it's the other people driving around them. Yeah. Uh, except the hot doggers, you know, the people that like, whip in and out of traffic, and the that you see during the summertime on those too much hot rockets. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hit by a car or other vehicle, you got a much greater chance. One in five hundred fifty-six. Wow. You have a 1 in 285 chance of getting shot. I don't like that odd very well. No. Well, if you think that's bad, much. you have a better chance of dying from a fall. 1 in 114. And I don't mean like falling off the cliff of the Grand Canyon. I mean falling just like slipping in a shower and, or right, something. Right, and cracking. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have a 1 in 103 chance of dying in a car accident. Yeah, so if you know 103 people, chances are that's how at least one of them will pass away. That's the first time. Well, I'll get to that here in a minute. I don't want to ruin it for you. I know, because this is a fun story. (laughs) Oh, there's more. (laughs) Yeah. Do you realize that you have a 1 in 96 chance, 1 in 96 chance of dying from an opioid overdose? And that is the first time. The possibility of an opioid overdose is uh, higher. That likelihood is higher than dying in a car accident. You have a better chance of dying yeah. of an opioid, opioid. Wow. overdose. Wow. Uh, suicide, one, uh, one in 88 chance. Wow, that's the statistic on suicide? Yes. One in 88? Yes. Wow. Uh, you have oh. a one in 27 chance of dying of lung disease. You have a one in seven chance of dying from cancer. Oh and, my gosh! And then uh, I hate this story. The, well, I'm just uh, you know, this is this this is you know, it's interesting kind of having an idea of what the likelihood is what your for your future. Are. Yeah, right. uh, the odds heart disease. The odds are one in six heart disease. This would stroke will be the thing. Would stroke be? Considered heart disease a form of heart disease? I don't know if stroke would fall under that, but it's not in the top 10 by itself. Right. I think so. Yeah. Which was kind of surprising. I would have thought that would have been up there. So that's why I think it's probably with heart disease. Okay. So, you know, as upsetting and disturbing as that story is, I'll tell you what's not going to kill you. Okay. I like this list better. These are the things that are not going to kill you. And what's ironic about the things that are not going to kill you are the very things that people seem to be weirdly afraid of the we're most worried about like a hornet bee or wasp sting hey you don't know you're allergic to one of those until you get stung and well it could be very scary and that could kill you you Anaphylactic have a shock you have a one in forty six thousand five hundred and sixty two chance of that happening uh let's see dogs people are afraid of dogs well you have a one in one hundred fifteen thousand chance of dying from a dog attack mm. plane crash uh, you would have to fly 188,364 times for that to happen. Uh, lightning, you have a one in one. You have a one in 218,000 chance of dying of a lightning strike. That's one of those that you know my parents instilled an incredible fear of because we'd be outside playing with golf clubs <laughs> or an, you know something, some sort of lightning rod. Right. Get in the house. Before they said, hey, let's all go out and get cheeseburgers. Right. And uh, you have a 1 in 243,000 chance 
of dying in a train accident. So not likely. Shark attacks probably in that arena as well with those kinds of numbers, I would guess. That one scares me. And that one scares me too. It's like, I don't really want to go in the ocean anymore. I want to sit on the beach and look at it a whole lot. Yep. Agreed. Getting away out there. I don't need to get in the water with the animals. Oh, I, I had an encounter with a jellyfish. Did you? My first jellyfish sting, yep. Oh, Where? you actually got a sting? Off the coast of Costa Rica, yep. So who peed on it? Yep. <laughs> who did you get to pee on it? Nobody peed on Nobody it. Nobody peed on However, it. However, we had a bottle of white vinegar on standby because evidently we knew There's going in that there was a possibility, but uh, both me and Ingrid. Where did it sting you on the body? Yeah. No, it uh, got me on the arm. And we were warned about it, too, as we were venturing into these waters to go snorkeling, and they said... Uh, this is this is off the coast of Costa Rica in the Pacific Ocean side, and they said uh, if you feel like in a sudden strong itch, and it intensifies and radiates throughout like one of your extremities, whatever you do, don't scratch it. Just try to like Move kind it of around. like like release yourself, kind of untangle yourself from it, and get out of there. Okay, and come back. And it happened to my left arm. I could feel it about and so halfway out. Was the sting after the jellyfish bit you or as it was biting? Well, it didn't even bite. I mean, it's just these tentacles that right. I guess they come in contact sting. with and they sting. And, right. It was the yeah. kind that was like the circle at the top with the legs coming down. I never saw. Yes. You never saw it? Ew. Never saw it, but I could feel it. Hurt. And it kind of like got wrapped mother. up and it, it did hurt like a mother, but it was it was not excruciatingly so painful that I couldn't swim back, which I did, and then I came out. He knew exactly what had happened. It's a weird sensation yes. when it happens. You're like, I don't know what's happening. Oh, nah, nah, I know. Yep. Jellyfish. Right. That's wow. weird. I've only ever seen the little circle ones like that, you know, like wash up on the beach or whatever. And by the way, wow. these are like the chill, mild, you know, they don't really hurt that bad comparatively. You. No, but there are some like mm. in other parts of the world that are way more painful Man and war. can be Man deadly. Yeah. yeah, like the one with Steve Irwin, right? Isn't wasn't that, that? was a different. That was a stingray. Sorry. Yeah, that one. It's good I don't get in the ocean because I don't even know what the animals are. So this guy walked up to me and he just said, "Hold your arm out." And he just poured an entire bottle of white vinegar in it. It. I smelled like a salad, but <laughs> did it stop right away? No, not right away. It stung, and both Ingrid and I. She got it. Got her on the leg, and it got me on the arm, and ooh, uh, I. Took some pictures because, you know, there's some redness and some blotchiness. But, yeah, like if you're going to get stung by a jellyfish, that's the place to do it because they're so really mild and timid compared to other parts of the world, mm. we were told. But, nope. yeah, that was an interesting experience. Nothing kicks off a new relationship like smart, long-term financial planning. This is brilliant. <laughs> there's a guy who... Shared something he does when he when he gets into a new relationship on Reddit, and okay. it's, I think it's pretty good. He starts a new savings account and puts in fifty dollars every month. That way, if the relationship goes really well, he'll have some money set aside toward a ring. That's six hundred dollars a year. Do you think that's enough? Well. Keep in mind, the relationship may not go very well. How much money do you throw at this, really? Well, yeah, I don't know. And, it, and if it 
if you plan on how how long do you plan on dating before popping the question? Well, a reasonable amount of time. Twelve right. years. <laughs> <laughs> so twelve years at six hundred that's seventy two hundred dollars. Well, so that three, might be a little bit more. Three years is eighteen hundred. Yeah. That's a pretty decent chunk to put down. To put down? So it's a down payment for a well, ring. Well, no, but like, let's say you're going to buy oh a my four thousand dollar ring. You got half. Of I'm it just paid being off. realistic here. How many people do you know have gotten engaged? We're not talking about getting engaged with you. A lot. <laughs> if, I, if I was spending four G and I knew that I had almost half of it uh-huh. already paid uh-huh. for, that's a pretty good, awesome check. That's to write a good okay. For just the remainder, I, I can't write too many four thousand dollar checks. Yeah. yeah, Jen. Not everybody needs a huge. Well, I'm asking questions, and now I'm. Getting yelled at. What kind of ring I'm are we just talking asking here? Asking questions. <laughs> the men are yelling at you. I, I know, am not. right? Yeah, you're realistic as well. I aren't feel you? What like is the average cost of a? I mean, just say I don't know. Road engagement ring, two to five thousand, and that's a pretty big gap. Yeah, just two to and, five. I mean, depending on your salary or whatever, or what kind of ring they want. Now, if the relationship crashes and burns. Like all of his past ones. He's got some money He's in there. got some money saved up to go on a trip and get over the breakup. Ah! Isn't that a great idea? What inspires you to save money more? Saving for a ring or saving for a vacation? Vacation. <laughs> saving vacation. for the breakup? <laughs> saving for a vacation. It's funny. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, here's a way you could stash away some money. This is for, well, I suppose this is for anybody out there. Uh, there's a couple that has this policy, the girlfriend decided to impose this on her boyfriend. I guess they've been together for two years. They live together. Okay. But lately he's gotten some new friends and with these new friends, he has been regularly staying out until three, four, five in the morning. Well, that's just unacceptable. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. I would not be having that <laughs> I did not whatsoever. Know any, yeah, very many women that would put up with that crap. Well, she's going to start fining him $50 every time he stays out past 4 a.m. And that's the curfew? That's the curfew four? she has set for him. I hope he had his $50 wow. a month put in his bank account. No kidding. Yeah. No way. What, how do you think he's he saving doing? that money? That's how he's <laughs> he putting it away. And she says, uh, she says that he can find her for doing the same thing, oh. although she does it a lot less often than he does. And uh, she says that when she stays out late, he gives her a ton of grief, way more grief than she ever gives him. Mm-hmm. She said, look, I get it. I want him to have his space. Humans deserve that. But. My reasoning is is that he's going to tire of paying the $50 and come home on time, and 4 o'clock is more than reasonable. How often is this happening? I mean, is this something that's going on every single weekend? Yeah, it's Probably Friday and Saturday nights. not I don't know. going out together. It is so weird, though. Like, I just, because I deal with this a lot with Scott. Like, my man, like, when he goes out, he'll be like, oh, I'll be home soon. And then it's like eight hours later, three <laughs> thirty in the morning. And I'm like, you're dead in a ditch. Clearly what's going on. Uh-huh. Oh, we just stopped and got Waffle House. And we were just talking and then blah, 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 blah. 
I could see why this lady would be like, no. Well, especially when you throw a baby into the mix, because, you oh, know, yeah. not only was he out all night, he's then going to get home at 4 a.m. and sleep until noon, which means you're going to have the baby all by yourself from the moment she wakes up until he gets up. And then when he does get up, he's going to have a hangover and yeah. be moving real slow. I mean, there's a whole downhill slide that happens. He's probably out of commission. If he goes out on Friday night and stays until 4 a.m. the next day, uh-huh. you're not going to get him back till Monday. Oh, wow. So uh-huh. here's here's a question then for your relationship. Man, that's a big fine if you ask me. Yeah, thousands of dollars. <laughs> Let's say he's out with his buddies. Yes. And uh, it's going late. Yeah. They do decide to go to Waffle House after they've shut the bars down at 2 o'clock. If he sends you a text that says, uh, all is good, having a great time, we're heading to Waffle House next, just want to let you know where I am. Yes, I'm okay with that in small doses. Planning on being home by three or planning on being home by four, planning on being home by five, but whatever. And if I'm going to be later than that, I'll just shoot you a text. Just wrapping up here. We'll be home soon. That way, you know, he's not dead in a ditch, but he can stay out as late as he wants. Yeah, but it's still not okay with me. Why? I don't know why. I just feel that way. I feel like I, well. Nothing good happens after midnight is what my mother used to say. Pancakes. (laughs) Nothing open after midnight except legs. Yes. That's what my, my grandpa told me that one time. That's for sure. <laughs> and it's not because of that. And it's probably because I'm like jealous of the fact that he's doing it and I'm not. And you know what? So the fine needs to be whatever you would be paying a very good babysitter from the time he leaves yeah. on Friday or Saturday night. And you've got baby pee all the way until he is reengaged. And I get it a two night free stay at the 21C downtown. There you the go. Next time you pull this kind of crap. Yep. <laughs> By myself. Well. Is it unreasonable or unrealistic to expect that you would have the same opportunity next weekend? Me? Yeah. No, it would never happen. Why not? Because I'm taking care of our kid full time. Would not you want to do that? Not, it's just different for mom. It is. What do you it hold, is. What do you mean? Like you don't trust him to leave her alone with him? Or? No, I would. I know. Yeah. I, yeah, because I have before. I'm just saying. Like for me, it's different because I can't come home at five in the morning. And expect that I'm going to be able to lay in my room all day with the hangover because my kid is going to be at the door. Mama, 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 mama. Even if the dad is there, it's just she would have to leave the premises. I would have to be gone away from the building. Gotcha. Yeah. Like the the other that morning that we had the walk. What was that? The breast cancer walk back uh in October. Like I had to stay in our room and sneak out of the house while she was like up and playing and stuff, or she would have lost her mind and his life would have been hell, hell until I got back. But here's mm. the thing. Would do you still have an interest in doing that, staying out until four o'clock in the morning? Maybe if I had napped until midnight and then went out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> or if I was in Vegas or some place right. that had like a 24-hour vibe. But I don't need to be throwing it down in cold rain until 5 a.m. Yeah. Because you get more joy and more happiness and more fulfillment from being a mom, right? No. <laughs> it's, it's just, just not fun I'm, to be a mom. No. Are you sure? It's because I got up at 345. I worked all day and then I did this and then I did that. It's really the only real reason why I get so mad at Scott is because he's like at that moment, I feel like he's living a better life than I was. And I'm like, it's, you, not, fair. it's not fair. You need to be home in bed with me. 
this is what you're supposed to be doing. You need to be as miserable as I am. That's right. <laughs> Wondering why you're dead in a ditch. <laughs> right. Even though I know you're probably a Waffle House. Yeah. Right. Even though I know you're doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Other than just avoiding your house. Yeah. <laughs> and all your responsibility. Well, and it's one of those things, too, where I don't sleep well when he's not there. Uh, That's the other thing. Either. It does yeah. not. Why? Like, if, he, if he was gone and out of town, I would be like, oh, whatever. I would be fine. But it's one of those things where I guess I just have this weird mm. anxiety or something. Like, I wake up like, <gasps> Yeah. Okay, everything's good. So then if he does, like if he... And it's all my fault. I'm not blaming any of this on him. It's my fault. <laughs> so if if he does come home at, you know, two, three, or four o'clock in the morning or whatever, even if he wakes up the next morning and he's there, are you going to be pissed off all day next day? Maybe. Just because... I don't know. It depends on how I woke up that morning feeling and if he let me sleep in. Hmm. <laughs> and what happened all night well and the, and the night other before. thing is you have to remember <laughs> when men come home after being out with their buddies they come home and they stink they have been drinking beer and eating cheese fries so their breath is hawking they're farting they're snoring they're rolling on you sometimes they come in like hey babe wait, 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 wait. They start, sloppy don't you be trying to love on it's just like there's just a lot of factors going on in that show yeah. that are that are unattractive is it yeah. kind of flattering though when he comes home and he's pawing at you and stuff sometimes because you know he didn't get any so yeah no no, no. <laughs> no it's usually oh. like that's when you usually have a lot of really fun engaging activities that uh-huh. you're like all right i'm in let's do, i'm down for that let's do it so it's like yeah you're kind of pissed off but but i'll be i could get over it <laughs> And don't think he doesn't know that. Oh, he totally does. They all do. Babe. Babe. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But all these things are true. And they're like, why do women act like that? I don't know why. I just do. Mm. It just happens. <laughs> I love that honesty. He's going to record that conversation and the part that I said, it's never his fault. It's always mine. And he's going to play it over and over and over again. Hmm. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.